and welcome back to the Podcasting for Business show. I'm very excited today to have one of my students, the lovely Elaine Halligan with us from the Parent Practice Podcast, the PPP. Now, Elaine has her podcast with her business partner, Melissa Hood, who's on the other side of the globe over in Sydney in Australia, and they have a great time trying to uh, work on a business together, which seems to work fantastically for them. So welcome, Elaine. Well, thank you. And I have to say, having Melissa over in Sydney is very interesting because literally we are providing our clients with support 24-7 because of the time difference. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. (laughs) I love that. So let's get started then, Elaine, by just letting the listeners know what your podcast is about and who it's for. Mm. So the Parent Practice Podcast uh, has the strap line of good parenting made simple. And the idea is that we want to help parents, grandparents, teachers, anyone who works with children, um, enabling them to bring out the best in children. So it's a really pragmatic, practical podcast, which is on an interview basis. So we bring in other expert authorities and we interview them and we always ask for their top tips on just things that will make family life are happier, um, simpler, calmer, because I think parenting now in the 21st century is probably more complex than it's ever been. And uh, my own personal story is that I really, really battled as a parent in the early days. Uh, And I have to be honest, I found it, oh, probably the most exhausting the most stressful, the most bewildering job I think I've ever done. And so the podcast is designed to just help all families um, bring out the best in their children and just make sure that we all can have the toolkit and the skills to get our children into the adult years, feeling happy, feeling confident, and ultimately being successful with however, you know, you define success. So it sounds like very much needed work, definitely. Mm, (laughs) So so what made you want to start a podcast all about this then? Well, I think there's probably two aspects to this. Um, One is personally, we wanted to start it uh, in order to offer self-development. It's Mm. always good to stretch ourselves. And there's one constant Melissa and I always have, which is we just never stand still. (laughs) The only constant for us is change. So Mm. we're always creating new products, new workshops, new topics, and just looking for new ways to reach our clients. So I think that the first aspect of this is personally, we just thought it would be good for us. And actually, it's been really great fun. It's really surprised me, despite all the technical headaches that come with it, because I'm a little bit of a technophobe. So that's that has been a huge challenge, I have to be honest. Yeah. But it's been really great fun and and, and making connections and meeting people um, and, and, you know, getting the opportunity to interview your favorite authors. It is mm. just it's been extraordinary. So I would say personal point of view, we did it quite selfishly. <laughs> yeah. And, and and that's a good enough reason as any, definitely. So you've mentioned a few of the things there that, you know, have been a bit of a surprise for you when you get got started with your show. But tell us what the best thing has been since you started your podcast. I think there's too many things. There's, there's not <laughs> one best thing. But I would also say that professionally, starting a podcast is a really smart business move because mm. actually a podcast is all about content marketing. Mm. Um, Melissa and I have both written books 
and in our books as well, a book is not dissimilar to a podcast. It enables you to, you know, take your expert authority and to disseminate across across the world effectively because a podcast enables you to reach a really worldwide audience. Um, So I think from a professional point of view and a content marketing point of view, it's just a very smart way of disseminating information. You picked upon a really good point there, Elaine, as well, because I get a lot of people saying to me that they're really surprised at the countries that they're listened to from and when you start your show you just imagine you're going to be listened to in maybe some english-speaking countries but it it genuinely is isn't it it's a global experience where you know there are people all over the world that are going to find you i think that's right and i think that's been really surprising as i think we're you know in the top charts in portugal just now i just don't know how that happens i Um, love it (laughs) but we've been in the new zealand and australian charts and of course we're fairly new to this so it's coming and going all the time yeah But, but i would say professionally um i think it's really important for us as business owners given how passionate we are about what we're offering is that is it, can we leave a legacy? And mm. I think it's a way for us to give really valuable content free. Yeah. Um, and I was reading, do you know Simon Sinek? I do, yes. Yeah. I don't know whether you've read his latest book, The Infinite Game. I've not yet, but it's on my wish list, actually. Oh, I really recommend it. Okay. Um, he, he talks about living a life of service. Mm. And I just, that really resonates hugely with us. Mm. And I think, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing him, um, he talks about, what is it, living an infinite life, which means living a life so that others are going to benefit from the work you do. Wow. And yeah. By literally, you know, by literally giving people the tools and the skills to be better parents, we, we literally then live on forever. Um, mm. And the point is that, you know, we, don't, we can choose to live our lives with a finite mindset yeah, and he talks about that means getting richer, more powerful, and more influential. But what's the point when you know your your tombstone can have no one wants to look at the last the bank balance on their tombstone when they die? Yeah. They, you know, we want to leave a legacy. So I think what surprised me is just the impact these simple thirty minute podcasts seem to be happening, um, seem to be giving parents, and the impact they seem to be having has really blown us away. Um, That's incredible. And how many weeks in are you now, Elaine? So we're eight episodes in. Yeah, I thought so, about two months, yeah. And that was really interesting because when I originally, or we originally thought about doing a podcast, I absolutely dismissed the idea. I said, it's absolutely no way I'm going to do a podcast and be tied to a weekly podcast. Yeah. It would be like a chain or a noose around our neck. And, Mm. you know, I want to enjoy my holiday time without thinking about work. And yeah. then when I listened to your um, program and, and found out that actually a series was possible, that was when yeah. the light bulb moment went off for me. Yeah, I remember. I remember you talking about, you know, not yeah. wanting to, to do this every single week and how it, was, how it would feel for you energetically to have to be beholden yes. to that, really. So is that what you're going to continue doing? You're going to do the series format? We're going to do the series format. We're through eight weeks. Tomorrow we're co- recording our last one, which is a bonus. Yeah. And um, although we have an interview type of scenario, mm-hmm. on the ninth one, which is going to be released on Friday, Melissa and I are going to talk about surviving the festive period. <laughs> oh, that's a great timely episode. Brilliant. <laughs> so we're going to talk about, about pester power, about um, how we bring up children with a sense of gratitude. 
Yes. You don't just want more and more and more. And we're going to talk about how to deal with conflict over that festive period. And so um, hopefully the listeners will kind of finish the season um, getting to know Melissa and I a little more because with the interview series, I guess one of the downsides is your listeners may not to get to know you intimately. Yes, So exactly. I think we want to mix it and match and it's a bit of suck it and see at the moment. And that's the great thing about it, isn't it? Because, you know, it is your content. It is your show 100%. So you can make those decisions. You know, you can change the format whenever you want to. That's absolutely great. But something else happened as well that kind of surprised us was that some of the connections we're making. Mm. So we really wanted to interview people from across the pond. Yeah. Um, Parenting has a really big name in America, much more so than in the UK. Yeah. Uh, And so we targeted a couple of really big names in the early part of the um, season. And and what's wonderful is that one of the parenting coaches and psychotherapists we interviewed, Susan Stiffelman, um, has decided now she'd like to collaborate and do a live event with us over in London in the summer in 2020. So, you know, the deep connections you make, And and it surprised me that people who are big names are really delighted to be invited on. They really are, aren't they? They really are. And it it is. It's one of the the genuine surprises I had when I got started that actually people who are really big in your your industry are actually, you know, they're they're really humble and want to be on the show because I think it, it takes a bit of a reframe, doesn't it? Because I often get people say to me, you know, who's going to want to listen to me? Who's going to want to come on my show? <laughs> but actually, if you reframe that and think to yourself, well, I'm actually giving them a platform to get seen and heard by a whole new group of people. And it's not them doing you a favor. It's actually an equal partnership because you're going to get them another audience as well by being listened to by your audience. So yeah, I always, um, I, I was always really surprised at how many big names were happy to come on a show. So that's great that you're experiencing that too. And it is a real collaboration. You know, if, <laughs> if, if as a podcaster, you set it up well, I think with good graphics and with good show notes, yeah. and we've had wonderful feedback from our interviewees to say, and this will please you, Lindsay, um, <laughs> one lady, Kelly Petriangeli, uh, Pe- Petrangeli, sorry, who runs yep. Project Me. I always get her surname wrong. Apologies, Kelly, when you listen to this. <laughs> um, Kelly said that she'd done lots and lots of podcast interviews, and we were one of the only people who sent detailed interview notes along. Oh. And that came from your course. Quite a I'm detailed so pleased. schedule of how to set up. You know, make sure you put a note on your door to say, don't ring the doorbell. All these simple, simple things mm. that people forget. You know, if you've got dogs, make sure they're yeah. awake, not barking. And, and you know, people forget these things. And it's yeah. so easy for even the best podcaster to kind of um, trip up in places. So, so she said those notes were just the best ever. And the uh. second piece of feedback we had was that um, after the interview, we would send the show notes to our interviewees. Yeah. And they said the show notes were just brilliant to enable them to schedule all their social media posts. Oh, fantastic. Like yeah. a star student, Elaine. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I was a star student. I think I worked through every single module on your course. And I think I asked question after question. I think I was yeah. so irritating, but I, I really did all. our homework. Yeah, um, you, you weren't irritating at all. I had... Um, 
another student on the other week, Irene, and she said the same as you that, you know, she was constantly asking questions, but they're the best students because they're the (laughs) ones who want to learn and they are interested and passionate about it and they want to do things right. So obviously it's had, uh, it's had the right effect. So those show notes are interesting, actually, Lindsay, because I think in order to differentiate yourself in in what's going to become a busy market, Mm. and I think the statistics I was reading the other day are fascinating. There's Mm. apparently 150 million bloggers out there. Yes. There's 50 million vloggers doing videos, but there's just over half a million podcasts. Yes. Actually, even though um, someone listening to this may think they're late to the game, trust me, you're not late to the game and this market is just going to get bigger and bigger, but you do have to differentiate yourself. And I think one of the things that Melissa does beautifully is she takes every interview and she spends a bit of time um, going through the interview and pulling out the key learning points and the key takeaways. And so in the show notes, uh, which are obviously on our website and on Apple Podcasts at the bottom, yeah. I think we use Libsyn, so we're putting them on there. Yes. Um, it makes it really easy for people to kind of have a summary. And I got a note from someone the other day who said, I'm loving the podcasts. Oh. And she said um, she started summarizing all the top parenting tips at the end because we have a ritual where we always ask the interviewee what their top parenting tip is for families oh. to bring out confident, happy children. And she says she's gone through all the interviews and, and made a list of the top eight kind of mantras and is creating a kind of um, journal from them. So that's just a really added surprise and bonus. It's lovely. I absolutely adore that. Do you know what? One of the best things about podcasting for me, and, and you'll understand this now that you're eight mm. episodes in and you're getting notes like that, Hmm. it's it's that ripple effect that you're creating hmm. because that one person traveling to work or wherever they're going in the car or while they're doing the housework listening into you you're potentially changing their life and it sounds really cheesy but it's genuinely not you can you do have the power to change somebody's life and create a really positive ripple effect in their life so yeah, I love that somebody's doing that. That's fantastic. Well, Lindsay, that was why we started the business because yeah. all Melissa and I have both had profound transformational results using these skills. Yeah. And just to give your listeners a little insight yeah. into, you know, why why we do the work we do, mm. um, is I have a young adult um called Sam, who's 23 yeah. now. But when he was seven, he had been expelled from three schools. Mm. in so many years. And he is a child who um, has severe dyslexia and he has learning difficulties. And he was completely misunderstood and he was an atypical learner. And he was my beautiful peg that they were trying to shove into this square hole. Yeah. And he couldn't cope in school. So we had to rebuild his self-esteem and and, and the, the parenting skill training that I did and the work I do now yeah, it, it can be transformational. So what's really surprised me, and I kind of know it, but I always continue to be surprised, mm. is that even in a 30-minute podcast, someone can have a takeaway that can make a huge impact in their daily yeah, lives. Absolutely, it can. I'm so glad that you know that now too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I like to share on this show, whenever I have an interviewee on, I like to share, you know, the warts and all view. I don't want to share all the sunshine shine and rainbows as much as there is that. What I really like to 
share with our listeners is some of the things that they might get stuck on so that they can see that actually there's a way out and there's a way, <laughs> there's a way out and it can be, you know, it can be the right path anyway, and you can come out the other side. So I'd love for you to share with the listeners something that you really struggled with in getting your show started. Technical stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and I've got to be really honest here, Lindsay. Please do. Um, I've copped out. I do the bare minimum on the technical side and we have a lovely little tech fairy in the background Fabulous. who edits for us. And it's so reasonably priced yeah. in comparison to our time because we run a really busy business with so many live events. We have about 12 live events a week sometimes. And Goodness. I literally do not have the time to edit a podcast. Yeah. So actually we have outsourced and he does the intro because we do a different intro every podcast. We mm-hmm. extrapolate the interviewee's voice and put in the yeah. sound bites. Yeah. So uh, there's a bit of editing to do. I've outsourced it. There, there. I'm just being really honest. I, I, no, that that's good that you've said that. And and you know what? Even if that wasn't a struggle for you, I think it's a smart idea to outsource that. Definitely. I think that you know as well as I do. You know, I always teach that you know try to learn to do it yourself first, so that you know you're getting a good deal if you're going to outsource any part of your production. But if you're time strapped, but you want to produce a really high quality show, that is your option. Outsource it. And as you say, there are some really um, very cost effective ways to get that done, aren't there? So that's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always a way around. Yeah. There's always a way around. So I would say to any listener, you know, if the technical side of thing is stopping you, literally all you need to do is source your mic to source Mm -hmm. your headphones and just to kind of source what platform you're going to host your podcast on. Yeah. And and that's the extent of the technicalities and you can always get someone else to edit. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I know you'll probably be listening to lots of other podcasts now as well. So let the listeners know uh, one or two of your favorite shows that you're listening to at the moment. I love the podcast by Zoe Blasky called mother kind podcast oh i've not heard of that one. Oh, it's absolutely sublime it, it's a podcast for mums um mm-hmm. to do with their well-being and their mental health mm. um she talks about you know getting mums into a calmer happier place in the kind of madness of, of a modern mum life yeah and and zoe um is the most extraordinary person she has a wisdom and an empathy that i find quite extraordinary. So it's a podcast, I would say, for parents to do with self-development. And I think there's a wonderful synergy because we we don't do the self-development in terms of um, kind of well-being. We're very practical and pragmatic looking at the parenting toolkit you need. Yeah. So so if someone comes to us and says, how do I stop the toddler tantrums? How do I get my kids off the screen? Mm. How do I ensure I never have to ask my child twice and they follow an instruction without us repeating? You know, we've got all the toolkit and the methodology. Yeah. What's lovely about Zoe's podcast is she does something different, but that's still needed in that kind of parenting space as to how to be an effective mom and how to enjoy motherhood. So um, I absolutely um, love her podcast. I'm so obsessed with it. I haven't listened to anything else um, in the last few weeks. <laughs> you get like that, don't you? When you, uh, when you find a show that you love, it's, it, that's binge worthy. That's what happens. You just constantly, and, and, and you're right though, that 
Um, these recommendations are one of the biggest ways that people get to know about new shows as well. So you recommending that to, to my listeners now, they're going to tune in and listen to it. So that's great. I'm glad you've done that. Sounds a good one. And I must um, say, sorry to interrupt you, Lindsay. Okay. I must say I'm enjoying your new podcast. Oh, thank you. I'm really pleased. <laughs> because, you know, as I'm, we're still on the journey and we're still learning so much. Yeah. The, 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 what I love about the podcast more than anything is that it's usually under 20 minutes. Yes. And, you know, I can listen literally if I'm in the bath or yeah. if I'm, I'm going for a quick walk down to the shops. And, um, yeah, there's just so many top tips and there's so much still to learn. And yeah. every episode I've taken something away uh, and I'm kind of creating a, a little journal of all the things to think about. So, oh, uh, I love that. F- fantastic. I'm glad that the time um, is right for you because yes. I was consciously wanted to make them quite short because I know how busy everybody is. So great. I'm glad that's working out for you, Elaine. And we um, actually interviewed our audience to say how long should the podcast be? Yes. And we got a really strong message back that they should be no longer than a five kilometre run. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> so, so most of us can do what the 5k park running if we're slow runners in 30 yeah. minutes, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It, it seems about right, doesn't it? Around about half an hour. Yeah, That's definitely. good. So the final thing I want to ask you about is, you know, there'll be people listening to this podcast right now who are really interested in starting their own show, but they might be a bit concerned, a bit worried about it. So what advice can you give them now coming from the other side of the fence where you've actually started yours? I would do your homework. Mm. And I think one of the things I realized when I was researching podcasts is so many people start and fail because they give up too soon. Mm. So I would not, um, there's nothing to stop you doing it, but definitely do your homework of who, what, why, and when. Yes. So just make sure you know who your target audience is. Just make sure that you know what your hook is. And for us, it's just really simple. Good parenting made simple. Mm. Just have a think about whether you're going to go solo, multi-host, whether you're going to interview. For us, multi-host was almost impossible because of the Sydney-London time difference. Yes, yeah. And then, and then start to think about, you know, could you have a regular feature on your show? And for us... It's, we always ask our guests, what's your LPM, which is your lowest parenting moment? Ah, okay. And then what's your top tip for happy, confident children? And once you get that kind of structure right, the rest will just fall into place. But it can feel overwhelming knowing where to start. So by asking those simple questions, who, what, why, and when, um, I, I think you'll get clarity. And the minute you get clarity is the minute things start to become simpler. Yes. And then Definitely. I think the final, the final point I've got is, is just do seek help. So don't do this by yourself. Um, get a good podcasting course, get support. Um, you know, don't flap around trying to work it all out. Someone, uh, and Lindsay, you're the ideal candidate for this, is there <laughs> who's done it all and who will make it easy for you. So, so get support and then, and then just go for it. And the more structure you have, just the easier it'll be in the end of the day. Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? Because I remember when I started my first podcast, the amount of time that I wasted. Did you? Um, and looking back now, if, I, if I'd had the support that I guess I now give, um, it, things would have been so much simpler. But yeah, yeah it's, um, it can feel 
difficult at the start if you're doing it on your own and you've not yes. got some support. So yeah, that's a great tip. So Elaine, tell everybody what's coming up for the parent practice next year. What's coming up for you guys? Mm, Oh my gosh, there's so many projects on the go. I don't know where to start. (laughs) Um, The most exciting project we've got is our Train the Trainers online program. Wow. So so we've been running this course for, oh, I think the best part of 10 years now, Train the Trainer. And it's extraordinary because we get teachers coming to us. We get psychotherapists. We get psychologists. Mm. We get parents who just want to deepen their knowledge. But it's always been a live course. And so what's happened is we've had people traveling in from all over the world to do this course, which is a real obstacle for many because of the cost involved, et cetera, et cetera. And I think we've trained all of um, Malta, I think. (laughs) I think all of the Maltese education people seem to have been over to do our training trainer. But we have licensees in New Zealand, in Spain, Mm. in Singapore, and and we're literally launching in January our online program. Oh, well done. Congratulations. Well, well, Melissa... It sounds like it's going to be a great success, definitely. Well, Melissa has been beavering away for a long time. Uh, You know what it's like putting up an online program. It's it's been a long time in the making, so that's exciting. And the second thing we're launching is a parenting after parting course. So um, Family Law and Partnership, who are big um, matrimonial lawyers, collaborative lawyers in London, um, have set up a, um, they've been running a, a program for a few years, but they invited us to redesign it. And so we are launching in collaboration with Flip, Parenting After Parting for Separated Families to make family life, you know, more consistent and to give people a kind of co-parenting plan. So that's really exciting. Together with all our school workshops, all our classes and all our workshops that we operate in London. So, yeah, there's lots going on. It definitely sounds like it's such valuable work, Elaine. Thank you. And pass on my best to Melissa as well. Um, You're doing amazing things. You were a joy to work with for the Mm -hmm. one reason that you just got on with it. You know, you knew what you wanted. You could see the future. You could see the the show that you wanted to produce and you just got on with it. You asked the right questions and just took action. And I think that's the key. Lots of people listening might have been thinking about starting a podcast and telling themselves, oh, I'll do it when, I'll do it when this happens, I'll do it next year. But actually, until you take that first step, it's just going to be an idea stuck in your head. So congratulations. Thank you. I'm going to take that compliment. Thank you. (laughs) Good. Congratulations. You've done a great job. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story of starting your show with everybody. I know that there's going to be lots of people who want to get in touch with you. So it's the Parent Practice Podcast, and they they can listen to that on iTunes and Spotify. I think it's on now as well, isn't it? I think yeah, it is, is, I, is it still iTunes or is it Apple Podcasts? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. It's Apple Podcasts, but everybody knows it as iTunes still, don't they? <laughs> it's so confusing. I think I'm saying Apple. So yes, we're on Apple and Spotify only at the moment. And they can also, uh, if they're interested in knowing more about our business, I, I'm happy to give them a little freebie and a thank you. I've set up a thank you page for any listener listening to this. I love it. You're such a good student. <laughs> well, that, 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 that is not my idea. <laughs> so tell us where the listeners need to go to get hold of this freebie and tell us what it is. So I have a freebie for everyone, which is um, the top 10 tips to a happy, calmer, easier life. And I haven't got the, the link. I think we'll put the link in the show notes. We certainly will. And, we absolutely will. And if anyone wants to look at the business, it's um, 
www.theparentpractice.com and we're on Facebook under The Parent Practice, Twitter and Instagram. I'll make sure that all of those links go into the show notes, Elaine. So thank you once again for coming on and sharing your story. I can't wait to see what you do next. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But the only constant is change. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you. Bye for now.